0: Experiencing a small contained faith? Tired of settling for less? Well, this podcast is going to help you live out your faith in a spacious room. Because you were made for bigger things. Hey there, and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode. And Today, I want to talk about 10 degrees. Yeah. Now, the prophet Isaiah says to King Hezekiah in 2 Kings chapter 20, he says, do you want the shadow to advance 10 degrees on the sundial or go back 10 degrees? You choose. Now, King Hezekiah, he needed a sign from God in the story found in this chapter. And which way would the king choose? Well, he chose for the sundial to go backwards 10 degrees, giving him more time because he was gravely ill and God actually healed him and he gave him more time. And to be honest, in our time poor culture, we do feel a little bit like king hezekiah don't we we feel like no our time can't be up we we the, we need another we need 36 hour days thank you very much um so we can cram everything in but what if we did get extra time like king hezekiah what if we did end up with loads more hours loads more years and and we actually we we became careless with it And what if we suddenly got caught off guard and squandered that extra time, an opportunity to look like it was moving 10 degrees towards what our calling was, our destiny, our dream, because we're like, yes, we've got all this extra time. We can totally fulfill our dreams. But instead, it was moving you 10 degrees back from it. Well, let's look at the story in 2 Kings 20. Now, the king's tearful prayer for God to give him more time on earth, as he lay on his deathbed, right, was miraculously, can't even say it, miraculously answered by God as he gave Hezekiah 15 more years to his life. Now, that was such a miracle, right? Because in God's opinion, King Hezekiah, he'd been a good king. He'd walked in the same righteous path as his ancestor David. However, Hezekiah needed to know if his miracle of the extra time was really, truly from God. And yet the prophet's question, which was the prophet Isaiah, his question laid a decision right in the king's lap. What would the king choose? Do you want the shadow to advance 10 degrees on the sundial or go back 10 degrees? You choose. And... For the sundial to be turned back 10 degrees or forward 10 degrees, it was ultimately the king's choice. And this is what it says in 2 Kings 20 verse 11. It says, Hezekiah said it will be easy to make the sun's shadow advance 10 degrees. Make it go back 10 degrees. So Isaiah called out in prayer to God and the shadow went back 10 degrees on Azad's sundial. And sometimes when we're moving forward in the steps to fulfill our dream, our destiny, our calling, whichever one you want to call it, we need to decide what are the opportunities that come our way. Firstly from God, like King Hezekiah did. He says, yeah, I've got a miracle and uh, you've given me 15 years and I was gravely ill and you've healed me and I thank God for that. But I want to make sure it's from God. I want to know it's you, God, that fulfilled my prayer because he he was had a tearful prayer and he cried out to God and God healed him and he was saying I just want to make sure it's you God and they, and that's why um, the prophet Isaiah said do you, do you well what do how do you want God to prove it? He's like well put the sundial back ten degrees because only God could could move the sun in the sky only God could do that and. He was testing out whether this move was going to go towards his calling or away from it. And God, he never makes a decision. In our own lives, when we look at, uh, read this story in Two Kings, it's like he put the decision in King Hezekiah's lap. It was like, well, you choose. And, And when we get opportunities come our way, God always asks us to choose, right? He always says, "You well, here's the opportunities. Here's, here's the thing. What do you want? Where do you want it to go? Because we're always like, we, we, say, and we, we totally want to go where God wants us to go. Absolutely. And like King Hezekiah, we pray, we, we weep tears, and we're like, God, show us the way. But sometimes he comes back and he says, okay, which way? This way or that way? You choose. And this story in two kings is, oh my gosh, it's definitely a miracle. It, I mean, after praying to God on his deathbed, King Hezekiah was given 15 more years of his life. I mean, come on, that's like some serious, that's amazing. And Hezekiah chooses for the sun to go back 10 degrees and, and it was a nod to, to his extra time given by the creator, the, the giver of life, and yet this good king, right? He did not respond well to his extra time. And this is one I want to talk about today, my dear listeners, is that when we get given some extra time, are we going to squander it? Are we going to go and tell our dream to the wrong people? Are we going to just um, lay it all out and say, well, this is what I'm going to do? Or are you going to just keep it safe, keep it close to yourself and trust God with the outcome Rather than keep telling every Tom, Dick, or Harry that you know this is this is what I've been called to do. This is what this is my big dream. And there's nothing wrong in telling people you dream. It's just telling the right people, the people who can speak life into you, the people who can uh, don't use your dream against you. Because King Hezekiah, he he showed his prized possessions, and he and he. He got in trouble for it. Um, and th- and as we read further on in the story, um, Babylon's king heard that King Hezekiah had been sick. And so he was sending him get well soon cards and a gift, right? This is clearly before they found out it, it was a miracle and he got given 15 years and he was healed. Because, you know, they didn't have um, Australia Post in those days. So the messages were... Obviously getting to them quite long, you know, they didn't have emails, they didn't have texts, they didn't have um anything like that. So messages took a long time to get to people. And so Babylon's king hears about it. And he and his son um his name is Berodarak Baladan. I hope I pronounced that right. And uh he's he sends this get well soon card and a gift with his messengers. And, and this really pleased King Hezekiah, no end. It, it absolutely it was tickle pink with it. So he decided, right, when the, when the Babylon messengers came to his kingdom, he decided not only to show them how many bedrooms he had in his palace, how many bathrooms, what um, each decor looked like, what colour scheme he was going to have, all that in his palace but it's he actually gave them a tour of his treasuries the silver gold spices oils armor and everything else that was in the treasure house he left nothing out of the tour of his house and province that's two kings 20 verse 13 well did king hezekiah make the right move this time You know, was it 10 degrees forward or 10 degrees backwards in revealing every single part of his prized possessions to the Babylon messengers? Was this 10 degree shift in his thinking a good thing? Well, I've got to tell you, um, dear listeners, it wasn't. And this flattery gift from the Babylon king, this get well soon card, and these gifts of, oh, I hope you get well soon, um, King Hezekiah, from the Babylonians, well, it it left him dangerously unguarded and unarmed. And the prophet Isaiah shows up, and this is how the conversation goes Mm. with King Hezekiah. This is 2 Kings 21 verses 11 to 15. And just what were, this is what Isaiah is saying to the Hezekiah. And just what were these men doing here? Where did they come from and why? Hezekiah said. Well, they came from far away, from Babylon. And what did they see in your palace? Well, everything, said Hezekiah. There isn't anything I didn't show them. I gave them the grand tour. Wow. And Isaiah's stern warning that he says to King Hezekiah, and he's, he doesn't sit on the fence, old prophet Isaiah. He says to the king, well, everything you own and everything your ancestors have passed down to you, right down to the last cup and saucer, will be cleaned out of here, plundered and packed off to Babylon, God's word. My goodness, certainly this shifted the conversation another 10 degrees off course, right? But what was most devastating for King Hezekiah was that Isaiah prophesied that his sons, his own sons, King Hezekiah's sons, who were yet to be born, he didn't have any sons at this point, they were going to be made into eunuchs in the Babylonian king's palace. And it says from Hezekiah put his whole trust in the God of Israel, and in then he trusted the Babylonians, because he showed off everything he owned, and he left his unborn sons winding up as eunuchs in a Babylonian palace. And unfortunately, this was all his own doing. As King Hezekiah's pride got in the way of his calling because he showed the wrong people every single part of his prized possession and I want you to know this dear listener when it comes to your big dream right your calling your destiny the thing that you know that you've been put on this earth for the enemy will wait patiently until your guard is down just like King Hezekiah because he got flattery with the get well soon cards and gifts And then what the enemy will do, he will try to recast, adjust, change, reshape, and he'll remodel your steps as you keep moving forward 10 degrees at a time. And he wants the dream God placed in your heart to become barren, to become fruitless and impoverished. And he wants to castrate and sterilize the plans God has for you and it doesn't take much to go off course, my dear listener, just 10 degrees. And your dream, if you get 10 degrees off by showing the wrong people all your prized possessions, all your, your dream, it will make your dream get castra- castrated and sterilized. And before you know it, it it'll be, it'll be finished, it'll be done. You know, displacement is a movement that can send you 10 degrees in the wrong direction and everything you planted into your field of dreams will become barren and fruitless. And King Hezekiah, he was blessed by God. My gosh, he got 15 extra years of life. However, Hezekiah got sloppy. He got casual and he got careless with his dream. And he showed off his prized possessions to the wrong people, the one who's people who just want to keep flattering him and tell him how wonderful he is, rather than people around him who who sort of, you know, like Prophet Isaiah, pull him up about things and say, hey, come on, you know, this is your prized possession. You need to keep it safe. You need to keep it um, guarded. And you need to tell the right people who are going to help you not turn your sons into eunuchs and, and take them for themselves. And he was more interested hezekiah was more interested in stroking his ego rather than stroking the fire of his dream because you know flattery and sweet talk is sickly sweet and it and it can be a deceptive tool the enemy uses we all love encouragement when we're fulfilling our dream when we're trying to make steps 10 degrees forward in our dream right we we so need encouragement from people absolutely I mean I'm I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't have a cheer squad totally i have you know and I've still got probably a long way to go but the ones who just keep giving you flattery um, you know they keep buttering you up and and, you know, it gets laid on so thick that your dream just needs a cholesterol test afterwards, right? I mean, you've got to check the motive behind the flattery of others, just like King Hezekiah. Otherwise, you're going to wind up in a place you never intended. And and I need you to understand that the vision you carry, that blueprint that you hold inside your heart of your dream that's between you and God, it comes to pass because because you hold it like your prized possession. I mean, I don't tell everyone my, my the dreams I have for my life. I have a very core group of people that I will share my heart to and what I want to see for my life and what God has put on my heart and all that. But I, I, I don't just throw it around um, like King Hezekiah and show everything, you know um there's 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 got to be wisdom in it um because your dream when your dream becomes your prized possession you you really keep it guarded and keep hold of it and you think you know is this person okay to talk about and will they help me in it or or will they use it against me because you know the enemy he wants to steal your vision because pit where the people perish where there is lack of vision. I mean, that's Proverbs 29, 18. It reminds us where there's no vision, the people perish. So please, for the love of all things dreamworthy, if there's anything you're going to take from this podcast today, just be careful in sharing your dream, sharing your prized possession. Who Who do you tell and who don't you tell? Find the right people in your life the ones who are going to help you with your plans, with the steps and the dreams. And yeah, they'll cheer you on, but they'll say, okay, what's next? What are you going to do next? You know, because 10 degrees can feel like 10 miles away when you get distracted because you've just been too busy showing off all your prized possessions to the wrong people. And I will just want you to keep focused on God. Spend time with him. And he'll show you in the quietness, in the stillness, in the just between you and him conversations, which direction to go. And he will definitely place the right people in your life and he's going to help you move forward 10 degrees at a time. So think about your dream. Think about your calling, your what's God placed on your heart. Where has the enemy's tactics caused your dream to go 10 degrees off course and you will get the answer when you sit and spend time with God one on one and just say okay God put the right people in my life put me in the right place because you've got the right plan and believe me dear listener you will know that your dream is such a prized possession and you will see it keep moving 10 degrees and I'll catch you next time Thanks for listening. To catch all the latest from me, you can subscribe to my website, thebigvoiceonline.com, or follow me on Instagram, Wendy J. Parker Writer. See you soon!